Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Why I Hate This Movie. I'm your host, Derek Rios, and with always my co-host and heterosexual life mate, Danny Newton. How you doing, Danny? Pretty good, Derek. How are you? I am fine. Yeah? So today we're talking about, uh, what does that say? Uh, die Hard. No. Yeah. <laughs> Russian Die Hard. Oh, man. It's uh, a good day to die hard. Painfully. Painfully, it died hard. Oh, that series died very hard. Yeah. Because I, up until this one, I I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. Well, the second one was not very good, but I actually liked the fourth one. Really? Mm-hmm. The fourth one was just okay for me. I, I still really enjoyed it. Um, But, I mean, I like Justin Long, and um, the, the I thought the, the daughter was really attractive. I like that actress. Even though it was just okay, it was still a diehard movie. Mm-hmm. This wasn't. No, this was not. Honestly, the, I remember. So I this is the first time I've watched it since we went and watched it in theaters. And oh. in 2013, yeah. I did not realize it's been 10 years since this movie came out. It's it been not a minute. Feel that long? I tried to block it out of my mind the best I could. I remember going and after I watched it, I was just like, this felt like a different movie, a different script completely. Yes. And then they just went back and added in scenes with. John McClane and with Bruce Willis. Yes. And said, Oh, just throw Die Hard in the fucking title and mm-hmm. we'll we'll make some money out of it. The first half of this movie was definitely that. Yeah. On the back end, it felt more like it was shot intentionally with them together. Mm-hmm. But the first half, it literally looked like he was just green screened in the scenes. Yeah. They just clipped him in. Yes. And it's so bad. It was rough. It's <laughs> This movie is really a betrayal to the Die Hard series. It really is. And now with everything going on with Bruce, Bruce Willis' health, he's mm-hmm. never going to act again. No. He can't. He's no, completely he's... inverbal. He can't speak, right? Well. At least that's what they say. I, I understand. Yeah. He's not going to act again. Right. But we're going to get a lot more Bruce Willis movies. Yeah. So Bruce Willis sold the rights. Yeah, to his, his voice. His, to his, well, his, his likeness, right? Was it his likeness too? Because mm-hmm. I know he sold the rights to his voice. Yeah, right? I believe it was his likeness. I think that was it. Uh, Darth Vader, uh, um, <laughs> um, Drill, uh, uh, Jones, uh, uh, James Earl Jones, James Earl Jones. Yes, you um, threw me off when you called him Darth Vader. Well, yeah, <laughs> the original Darth Vader. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, James Earl Jones. Yes, he sold his voice. I don't think he sold his likeness because he was never actually depicted as Vader, right? Right, right. But uh, so they can make any animation and throw his voice in. Mm-hmm. But I think that will be the future of movies. They're eventually come to the point where there's not really going to be new actors. It's just going to be the same actors that we know and love just regurgitated through uh, a computer generated like like chat gtp almost fucking yeah program this and is uh this is like how tupac is still doing concerts yeah tupac michael yeah. jackson yeah yeah they're still going to be releasing movies for the rest of eternity because when a lot of these voices are so iconic mm-hmm. that you just like that this always it's just easier to use that and never have to pay an actor again yeah and just put this person in so why would you ever need a new actor right you have one of the best-selling action heroes of all time just at your disposal 
eventually when there just there'll be a catalog of like okay which fucking actor do you want to insert here which voice or fucking likeness of this person would you put in once once CGI is good enough then you'll never tell a difference that that'll I think that'll be the future of acting yeah I do too I think largely there's going to be so much stuff like that it's going to be hard it's going to get hard for humans mm-hmm. to break into the business I can yeah. I can totally see that but man this was this was rough to watch. It's, it's, it's rougher to watch now because of everything going on with them, knowing that there's not going to be another Die Hard movie like that again. I mean... There will never be another Die Hard movie like that again. There, I don't, don't want to say there will because I'm sure they'll try to reboot it. Yeah. I, I just I don't know if there will be another Die Hard movie with Bruce Willis. Oh, definitely not. And there's not... Bruce Willis and John McClane is Die Hard. Yes. You can't really have the series without him. But like I said, if they sell his likeness... They could one day, yeah. twenty years from now, make a new movie with him after he's gone. Be like, "Hey, look, new Bruce Willis Die Hard movie eighteen is out this day." You know, yeah. But I, I wonder how much of this movie existed that they clipped him into mm-hmm. before they started shooting it with him. the The plot of this movie is just dumb. It's it's bad, incohesive. Yes, and um, just uh, it doesn't. A lot of it doesn't make sense. Yeah, not at all. It's a Russian plot. The synopsis is, is John McClane's son is an in-deep CIA, CIA agent, and he kills like a Russian gangster or something and gets himself arrested, so he ends up in the same jail cell and same hearing as like another Russian political prisoner mm-hmm. that the CIA is trying to extract in exchange for a dossier, basically entailing like his operations with... um another Russian leader who is ascending through the ranks and looking for power. But this dossier is supposed to uncover all the crap that was going on with them in Chernobyl, where they were siphoning off weapons grade plutonium out of Chernobyl and selling it to arms dealers. Mm-hmm. Right. And the CIA wants this folder to out all this. So that guy doesn't get power, Yeah, but it's all completely stupid. Uh, the political prisoner is a bad guy the whole time mm-hmm. and ends up, running the place and killing all his rivals, even though he should be out of power. And it's just, it's totally nonsensical, Mm -hmm. but it ends with a, with a gigantic action set piece at the end that is just explosions for the sake of explosions. Everybody dies. And then John McClane and his son go home. Yep. Put a bow on it. It's done. So this first action set piece is so, so dumb. Mm hmm. So John McClane's son ends up in the same jail cell as the the Russian political prisoner. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not the same jail cell. It's not the same jail cell, and they end up in the same in the same courtroom. So what happens? The so I'm sorry. Go ahead. You watch this with the subtitles. Yeah, I watched this without the Russian subtitles. You did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I went back and pulled up all the fucking chat. Um, my, I'm going to translate it. It's just. Yeah, da. The Russian bad guy be Russian bad guy and do bad guy thing. Whoa, man, you're going to upset all of our Russian fans. Well, is that too Slavic? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, I so, apologize. Of course, yeah. The it's So, McLean's son. Yes. John McLean Jr. Yes. Jack. Jack. He's a CIA agent. Yes. And he, he goes in and murders one of the other bad guys like henchman henchman right mm-hmm. which that guy is actually in government now 
Yes. And so that's why the um like well his name is Victor. That's the one in the government political party. Yes. And then the other uh generic, you know, mob leader bad guy is Komarov. Yes. And he's pretty much He murders he, the henchman and says Komarov sends his regards to yep. a fucking a crowded yep. nightclub. Yep. So they throw him in jail and he's like I'll give you Kamarov. I'll, I'll, if you put me in the courtroom next to him, I'll testify against him. Yes. And all you got to do is get me in the courtroom and I can give him to him and then we'll have him. Yes. And then, because they were just pretty much used, the CIA wanted Kamarov to get that file. Right. So they have the dirt on, you know, the, the bad political leader. Right. Rising to power. So <clears throat> Kamarov just kind of plays off the whole time, like, oh, I'm just I just want to be a good person. I've I've you know not accepted God in my life, but effectively like I've changed and I just want to repent for all my sins. And, yes, um, he keeps saying over and over again that his life doesn't matter. Yeah, right. So he plays that card where it's like you know I just want to I just want to change person. I've turned over a new leaf. I just you know maybe I just want to leave. I got a daughter. I just want to protect my family while they're in court. Mm-hmm. Of course, McLean flies over because uh, John McLean, uh, because his son's been arrested, his son's been arrested in for Russia murder. for murder, and he's like, "God, I guess I'll go bail him out or something." And uh, so he flies over there, and he's just heading towards the courthouse. And of course, we get this scene with the taxi cab driver. It feels it feels like a lot of filler. I don't know how did you feel about the taxi cab? Scene? It was entirely filler. Everything with that was filler. When he was like at the gun range talking to his partner, mm-hmm. that was all trying to be establishment filler. Mm-hmm. Then we literally have like an establishment shot of a plane, and then we cut to him sitting in a chair looking at this file, supposedly on this plane. They do a lot of that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like they will put an establishing shot there of something and then shoot a scene with Bruce Willis pretending that he's doing that thing. Yeah. They do it so many times. They do it with him driving trucks. They do it with him on that plane. They do it with him on the fucking helicopter at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, they show you an establishing shot and then expect you to believe that he's, he's climbing onto it or something. Yeah. It, it's not believable because it doesn't look believable. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's climbing over a ledge on a soundstage. Yeah. Right? It just it feels like it, they edited everything in where he's a part of this movie that he didn't exist in. You, right. The, the entire time I was watching it, my brain just kept going, this is the most Steven Seagal shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's just sitting in a fucking chair. He's just sitting in a fucking chair somewhere. Uh, just, this is the right, most Steven man. Seagal shit. Uh, but so <laughs> there was there was a payoff for that taxi cab scene. Was there? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so the it's taxi so we can cab, talk about how bad traffic is. Yeah, he's like, oh, the fucking Union Square, like you can't ever go through here. Traffic's so bad." But uh But the other thing is that, that so there was the payoff. But, but there was another thing that could have been a payoff for that conversation. The political prisoner guy mm-hmm. who was supposed to have this file to have all this dirt has a daughter, right? It's Kamarov, yeah. Yes. He has a daughter and he's like, "Hey, meet us at this spot." Mm-hmm. While they're running from these like Russian mobsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing it says while they're doing that, the CIA operatives literally say they're putting down a defensive net around Garden Ring or Garden Square or whatever yeah. this thing is. Yeah. So literally, all he had to say is, how did you get through that? Mm-hmm. He didn't have to talk about how bad traffic sucked. Yeah. Right? Because there was two setups to this. Mm-hmm. 
either she got through it because she's an operative or she got through it because she was already there waiting to spring a trap and didn't care about traffic. Either one, take your pick. They're both equally as stupid. That's, that was the only payoff. Yeah. Is when she was like, he was questioning her. Yeah. Like how she got there. And she she was like, I went through Garden Square. God. And uh, yeah, that was the one payoff. Sorry, this movie makes me angry. <laughs> this movie makes me really angry. Yeah. Oh, man. Jesus. Jesus. That's my favorite line of the movie. It, like, it, it's pretty much half of the movie is McLean just going through smacking into something and do something stupid and go, Jesus. So while they're in this courtroom, the the secondary bad guys mm-hmm. blow up like a car bomb and blow out the wall of the courthouse. Yeah. So this to is, come in and as a wet team and murder everybody. Yeah. This is actually Victor, the 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 political bad guy, Russian yes. bad guy. This is his crew. They go in. Yes. Blow up because they don't want the CIA getting hold of him. Right. They blow up the courtroom and they they're going in, but um, Jack breaks them out mm-hmm. and then they run off and then that's when uh. That's when John runs into him. Yeah. And and it starts this big car chase. Yeah. Set there's piece. only, you know, there's only three action scenes in this entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. It there's is, the beginning action scene. This is the car chase set piece. Yep. There's the middle action scene, which is a gun battle through buildings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the end set piece that's supposed to be in Chernobyl. Yeah. That's a gun battle as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Three action scenes. So this first action scene is literally like John's son, Jack, and this Russian operative running from Russian gangsters who were essentially in an armored vehicle. They're in a Bearcat. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. For some reason, they duct tape John McClane just in like a flatbed truck, mm-hmm. also chasing these people down. The, who does not even look like he's in the same movie. Mm-mm. He's just driving down the road. Yeah. And they'll just cut back and forth to him just the, driving down the road. The whole chase scene is just, yeah, you're, they, they're in some van, right? Yeah. Uh, Jack and uh, Komarov. Yes. And they're being chased by, yeah, the, the, with the Bearcat. Yeah. Um, this fucking, just a little tank. Tank. And it's a tank tr- on truck wheels. Yeah. And the, 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 it's like, 15 minutes yeah and it, the whole action piece is just this thing running into vehicles and knocking them just off the road blowing them off yeah. the road and that's explosively. it explosively and that's it and there's no that's that's the entire action scene and then oh they actually shoot john mcclain's RPG. flatbed yeah, yeah. john john mcclain's he died in that truck oh yeah they shoot an rpg and he just spins the truck mm-hmm. so that the RPG doesn't hit the cab, but it flies over the flatbed portion yep. and explodes behind him, then proceeds to flip him just over 20 cars. Yep. Just end over end tumbling. Not wearing a seatbelt, hops out fine. Lands on the, the roof of the truck. Yeah. Dead. So He is fucking dead. To be fair. And he just st- gets out like nothing ever <laughs> happened and then gets hit by another vehicle yeah. Going full speed. It, it, it never had their brakes on. But no, I have a death counter for John McClane. How many times he died. And yes, truck wreck is number one. Hit by a Jeep is number two. Oh, yes. And then wreck in that Jeep he was hit by is number three. Yes. <laughs> because he then chases down the truck and is yeah. just ramming it. And then rams yeah. him into like a guardrail. But- and 
flips out. Ramming this armored truck shouldn't do anything. We've no. already seen this destroy hundreds He's of vehicles. hitting it from behind and on the oh, side. Oh, oh, no. Dude, you know, Jeeps are good vehicles, all right? <laughs> you could take an armored truck out with a Jeep. This armored truck has destroyed hundreds of yeah. vehicles yeah. without a scratch. No, without a single scratch. Yeah. It's already damaged the the van that his kid and the, the Russian is running away in so much. They should not be able to drive away in this van. I don't... Oh, my God. This van is like, so angry. It's not a good action scene. Like, no it's one's, not. No one's even shooting at each other besides the RPG. No. And no one's shooting at each other. And the bad guys are just it's just dumb. Like, the, the main... The, the bad guy of this, the, the, this crew, I, I just call him Carrot Eighty. Uh, eating. Carrot eating guy. Yeah, carrot eating guy. <laughs> this dude is chewing carrots like it's fucking bubble gum. Yeah, he's literally just <laughs> chewing this carrot. He's, he doesn't bite into the carrot again. Yeah. He takes a bite out of this carrot and then chews. It's it. like it's like the fucking director told him, "Like I just want you to eat something. Just look menacing. People look more menacing with a chew eating something. this carrot for ten minutes straight. <laughs> the whole rest of the movie, he's like." He, he, it's like he's he has a piece off, of chewing yeah, fucking yeah. carrot in his mouth. He's, he's chewing it like gum. But yeah, he's he's like a, a fucking Bugs Bunny up there <laughs> trying to threaten people while eating a fucking carrot. So the the entire first scene, literally, it's just John McClane just kind of standing there awkwardly. Where you going, Jack? I'm your father. I'm your father, Jack. <laughs> Uh, just standing awkwardly in the middle of riots and things exploding, like he, you know, is clipped into it yep. like he's not supposed to be there the bad guys are shooting at them and yeah. it's like just go away john what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah like are you gonna shoot me jack <laughs> yeah Ugh. like it's not supposed to be him and the whole the other part of the chase scene where jack is trying to meet up with his cia operatives yeah and they have a drone flying in and they have to call it off i, I don't know why like he didn't get there quick enough well for one they're operating a Illegal op. Yeah, they're operating an illegal op, Mm -hmm. and that is an expensive drone, and they're operating it in Russian airspace. Yeah. That's not good. No. That is not good. For one, I don't think they would be operating a drone. They'd probably be doing all this by satellite or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But apparently he was five minutes late, so... uh, Yeah, because of John. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is entirely possible. They fucking stand around and do nothing for like five minutes before the stake starts. <laughs> You're all right. But the the whole action scene, it, it cut to like the CIA people doing stuff. Yeah. And then you'd get like, oh, it showed the screen where like they're watching the drone or whatever, them doing stuff, the car's moving. But later you see them watching the safe house mm-hmm. is the room they were watching all this from. Yeah. So that means that all these CIA operatives are already at the safe house like, Fuck it, we've been here too long, and they blow out. Yeah, <laughs> but the way like, oh the, the God, part that bothered so. me is it would show like just a screen of something happening, and yes. then give you shaky cam. Yes, and it, everything was just like, oh, look at like oh, there's a fuck. Oh, look, uh, there's a fucking camera, or yeah. like oh, here's a here's a monitor. Ah, oh, shaky cam of the monitor. Look, it's action. Yes, <laughs> and they just threw random shaky cam in for no fucking reason. Just to have it, to make it look like... You know what it reminded yeah. me of? They wanted it to be like born Identity. They it, wanted it to look gritty. They wanted... It felt like they tried to make it like this... The CIA spoof born Identity thing. And, oh, this is actually a really boring scene. But if we just throw in like uh, lots of jump, jump cuts, cuts yeah. and uh, shaky cams, oh, it'll be interesting. But it's, it's, it's real fucking shitty. It was so not good. <sighs> 
Was I crazy or was the driver of the bad Russian tank Triple H? He looked like a wrestler. A lot of the Rus- a lot of the the Ruskies mm-hmm. <laughs> looked like wrestlers. Well, can you say that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Pinko commies. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, my bad. There's fucking commies. <laughs> no, I think I'm like I'm like. 60% sure it was Triple H. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he died, but, you know. I don't think it's Triple H. But, it, dude, a lot of them look like wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They do. I understand why Russians all have dash cams. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody would believe this shit if you didn't have a dash cam. Yeah, because they destroy so many vehicles, run so many vehicles, just innocent people off the road, get just colliding. And there's not a single <laughs> cop in this huge metropolis. Imagine telling that to your insurance agent. Yeah. You're telling me a tank ran through your vehicle? I don't believe that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. You're full of shit. You're mm-hmm. fucking, a I'm tank not. didn't run you over. Where's the dash cam footage? <laughs> <laughs> Pixar, it didn't happen. Yeah. They get to the CIA HQ. Yeah. Which is just a guy mm-hmm. that says, get in here. What, what are you doing here, John? Yeah, get in here, too. <laughs> Fucking clipped in, like, ADR John McClane walks into the room with him. <laughs> I literally don't think he's in any of these scenes up until that second gunfight. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel that. Like, it feels like he was green screened into every single one of them, and they just went back and ADR'd lines for him, and they ADR'd lines for Jack to make him be there. But I feel like that changed because it looked like they run out of material... And that's when they decided to make it a diehard movie. So he was at that second gunfight. I don't, yeah, I don't feel like he was in that first half. No, not at all. So while they're at the CIA headquarters, yeah, they get ambushed by carrot eating, carrot facey bad guy. And this is one of the other issues I had with this movie is where the other diehard movies, there's not like a huge amount of villains. Right. But none of the villains felt dumb. All these villains are dumb. Yeah, they're just like generic dumb bad guys that they just feed to them to die. Yeah. So one and, thing they did, mm-hmm. they zip tied his kids' hands behind his back. Yeah. But they zip tied John McClane's hands in front of. Why? Probably because um, Bruce Willis is old and can't fucking put his hands behind <laughs> his back. Oh, that too. That too. Because I think he, he was actually kind of fat. He was a little chunky in this. These villains are so stupid. At least out of tummy. These villains all kill themselves. Yeah. So, of course, <laughs> they. Um, this is even before they get arrested, right? This is in the safe yeah. house. They bust in, and McLean pulls up a fucking just, just auto gun. I, I don't even know what type of gun it was. I wasn't really paying attention. It. It was like an. It was like a. Uh, it was like a saw. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't it, a saw. It was more it was like, some type of AR. It was. It was some larger caliber, though. Yeah. It wasn't an AR. It was literally like it was like an RPD. It was like a uh, it was like a saw or it was like an M sixty, mm-hmm. but it was like it was a squad weapon like yeah. that. It was a larger caliber weapon. He's literally just spraying the doorway entry while bad guys continuously run into his line of fire. Oh, this was like original modern warfare. Yeah, it's like we're playing Kill House. Yeah, he was just holding down the fucking trigger, <laughs> just spam through that wall right there, get twenty kills. Yeah, <laughs> and they literally just kept. <laughs> Running in front of his bullets and dying. Yes. The surprise that he hadn't stopped shooting in that one spot yet. How many bullets does this gun have? <laughs> Throw, continue the Zap Brannigan offensive. <laughs> and none of the other movies, even like even four, 
None of the other villains felt disposable like that. Even if he didn't know the villain's name, they weren't stupid enough to just die immediately. At least they, he had to have a clever way to to kill them. No. All he does in this is drop a mag mm-hmm. and then scream, I'm on vacation. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I'm on vacation. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ. I swear. <laughs> oh, I got a Jesus counter too. <sighs> then we get the hotel scene. Yes. Where they go to the hotel to get the file and Komarov's meeting his daughter. The daughter betrays them. Yeah. And Karadidi, bad guy, shows up. And, uh, of course, they get captured. And the chick, the daughter takes the father hostage, whatever, and um, they leave. And, of course, the bad guy's just fucking with them. Yeah. For no reason except for, oh, I have to give them a chance to yeah, escape. Yeah, because the helicopter is literally there waiting, waiting. on them yeah. to come out after killing them. Yep. and They're waiting. He's like, I'm going to take my time and beat you up, and I got to get some... This bad guy... Like, I don't know who this fucking actor was, but God, I hope he never acts again. Yeah. He he was awful. He was chewing scenery in all the bad ways. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, a lot of his one-liners, it felt like he didn't know what he was saying. Maybe he didn't speak English. I don't know. But it, it just it felt bad, and he'd have weird, awkward laughs all the time. It was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, like when the guy shot the RPG. It's like, oh, oh, you chose the miss. That's interesting choice. <laughs> 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 it's like, what was that real? What does he say? Like right before they uh, ramp the armored car through the fucking barricade on the interstate. Jesus, like, <laughs> like down onto another vehicle. Mm-hmm. He says some stupid fucking one-liner like, this is not how we drive, blah, blah, blah. And just like they ramp over a fucking like oh. concrete barricade and pancake a vehicle blow. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And just he does the fucking <laughs> stupid laugh. It's like, what is happening? He he says, no, he um he says, no, uh, I when you, uh, no, fuck. <clears throat> he says, no, when I tell you to drive fast, you fly. Yeah. He yeah. says th- that stupid shit. Yeah. And uh, then they, they ram, ram a vehicle. off an interstate. <laughs> well, they don't ramp. They, they ram a vehicle and it flies into the top of the interstate. No, no, he's on. He's on like an overpass. Really? And they come off the side of the overpass and just pancake a vehicle under them. Oh, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, or some dumb yeah. shit. When I tell you to drive fast, you fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, but, so painfully stupid. So they get in the they they give him the chance to escape and. Um, they do, which leads to uh, John McClane's death number four, oh, uh, jumping out of a building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They make it to the helicopter, and the helicopter starts spraying their floor. Yes, there's actually two deaths because his son gets a piece of rebar jammed through his stomach. I'm only the son does not matter. Okay, even though the son is the only central point of the story. Yes, and John McClane is just on vacation because in the first movie he was just on vacation. Even though he's like he obviously just took off, and this isn't really a vacation. But I think that's a joke, right? Right. Um, because I'm sure he told his bosses he went on vacation. Yeah. So I'm not really counting uh, Jack's deaths. <sighs> so when but, they, they jump off this building, yeah. But they just choose the side of this building and run through the window. Yeah. And they just so happens that they've that's, not scouted this place out. They don't know what's on the other side of that I glass. Mean, to be fair, they could see outside, but yeah, there's no way they know what floor. Like, even though they say, oh, they were doing construction, 
on like on that floor, not outside the building. Yeah. Like so they just happen to hit scaffolding. It's literally do we jump out this building or do we get raked by a chain gun? Yeah, I mean, either way you're dead. Yeah. But I guess they're like, we'll just jump. Fuck it. <laughs> they <laughs> aim for the bushes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Aim, aim for, for the, the bushes. bushes. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Why the fuck did they jump off the building? There wasn't even awning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's uh, exactly that. Yes. It is exactly fucking that. But you know what? There was an awning, so they lived. <laughs> so the first... Actually, I guess the scene has two deaths in it because that was the first death, them jumping out the window. Yeah. The second death is like, oh, let's jump up and down on the scaffolding till we break through it and drop down this tube of death. Oh, well, I just counted them falling through the scaffolding. The oh, death. as one? Yeah. Nah, I gave it the twofer. <laughs> no, because technically them jumping out of the building didn't kill them because there was a scaffolding. It's just the fact that, you know, they just fell all the way down through the scaffolding. Literally, after the end of this fall, Jack ends up with a piece of rebar through his stomach, mm-hmm. like a long piece of rebar. Yeah. And John McClane's just like, eh, just stop, stop being a pussy and rip it out. Yeah, remember that time you were a pussy and cried? <laughs> yes. I'm going to pull it out. Don't be like that. Yeah, but, I mean, it was only like four inches, okay? <laughs> only? Yeah. Only through and through? Yeah. My bad. It probably only punctured like one organ. Yeah, it only destroyed his kidneys. Probably You know what? You have two kidneys, okay? Probably bleeding out internally, perforated large intestine. Hey, my <laughs> nephew has a destroyed kidney. He's fine. He would have bled pretty damn bad. Dude, real men don't bleed. Fair enough. Fair enough. Long. <laughs> All the Die Hard movies, John McClane does a lot of stuff where it's like, well, he should probably be dead. But it's never like blatantly over the top. Until right. like the fourth movie had some stuff with you know a lot of scenes. Where they, but, um, but still, a lot of it was like, okay, he would probably survive that. But there's no way he's getting up and walking away. John McClane and John Wick are kind of the same person in that regard. Mm-hmm. Where they are getting injured and getting fucked up, but they are still operating. Yeah. Just because they are sheer badasses. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, when John Wick gets hurt, he's hurt, visibly hurt. Yeah. You can see it. He'll when limp John, around. Yeah. and When John McClane was getting hurt, he was getting visibly hurt in yeah. the other movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, it added up. Yeah. Like like the first movie when he's walking in glass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that one even had a payoff in this movie where they shot the fucking glass. Yeah. In, in the hotel scene. That's how they get out of it. Yeah. They shoot the glass and it showers onto them, which I like how they shoot just every glass panel just explodes immediately. Yeah, but yeah, there's just, he's injured and he never actually shows it. He, there's no, besides the one second of like, Oh man, that that hurts when you pulled that out. All right, let's go. Yeah, it's fine. The last movie, like when he he still got hurt and he was like you know limping around or holding a shoulder or fucking. There's no point in time that these characters are ever in danger. No, even when they're at the mercy of their captors and being beaten to death. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. Is a joke. Yeah, they're still never in danger. So then we get effectively the last scene. Yes. So the third scene of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Whenever a political bad guy makes the phone call, I don't know if you notice this. See, they make the phone call to him and he's talking. He's like, oh, Komarov got away. And it shows Victor walking. He has like 40 or 50. It yeah. looks, looks like just 
political people, like judges and shit, because they're all just, I don't know, wearing suits and like yeah. furled uh, vests and stuff. It's almost like he is the president of Russia. Yeah. And, but he's walking, and all these people are just walking in munition behind him. Just, it just looks so fake. Yes. That, why would this ever happen? All these people lined up and waiting for him to turn around and start walking to follow him. It wouldn't. But and there's no reason it would. It just it looks so stupid. I don't I don't know what point they're trying to make. Like, okay, this guy's he's a big shot. Yeah. Like I said, I don't speak Russian. I didn't have the subtitles on, but literally when political operative gets out of mm-hmm. being political operative and makes the call, he says in Russian bad guy speak, Ha ha, I got last laugh. My man is going to fucking murder you in your spa. And then he gets murdered. Well that was yeah. <laughs> that was I mean <laughs> Is that close? That's pretty close. Okay. I speak Russian now. Congratulations. (laughs) I'll send you over there. Oh, man. You can help fight the war. Yeah. They need some help. Hashtag save Russia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish Ukraine would stop bullying Russia. Yeah. Fuck, man. Fuck, man. They're so mean to Russia. We need to stop sending (laughs) missiles to those guys. The the fucking evil carrot guy, I forgot. He just starts dancing randomly in the yeah. hotel scene. He's I, like, I could have been a dancer. Then punches John McClane in the face. The only reason he dances is because he's kicking the guns away. And I guess he was wanted to make it look sinister or something. Shoot them. There is a helicopter burning fuel on the pad waiting for no. you guys. No, 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 no. They caused him distress. So he has to beat them up first before he can murder them. Oh, God. I have no idea why this guy dances, but just for the fact that so John McClane can make references later, like, hey, where's Dancer at? And where's your dancer friend? That's the only fucking reason I can think. Yeah. Where's Dirty Dancer? Tiny Dancer? I don't fucking know. (sighs) So the final scene, they're in Chernobyl. Yes. Which John McClane and Jack go to Chernobyl for no fucking reason. Yes. It doesn't explain it. So they need the key to this vault that has supposedly the file in it that everybody wants. Yeah. Right? But there is all this heavy equipment out there. Yeah. Well, the fuck do they need a key for this place? Use that dozer you got over there. Use that fucking backhoe and just level this building. But here's the thing. All that stuff's been sitting there since what? You know what? You want your Chernobyl happened? Uh, 84. It's 86. 86, I'm sorry. Anyways. They literally have so much heavy equipment they could just level this entire building. They don't need a fucking key for it. But I'm just saying, they had no reason to go to Chernobyl. They never talk about their plan in this fucking no. movie. And they never say, oh, we needed to go to Chernobyl because the stuff's there. They were looking no, for the files at, at the other place. They were look- They thought it was at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the bad guys are like, oh, we know the bad guys are going to Chernobyl. They never say that. Never. And Because these are three different movies duct taped together. Yeah. They never explained that at all. They just go to fucking Chernobyl because fucking plot. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so, yeah, they show up. And, of course, all the bad guys are just fully in suits because it's a fucking radiation zone. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. And this is the bank vault? It's some kind of vault. But this this vault. It's, it's got, like, safety deposit boxes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And in one of these safety deposit boxes is a key slot. Yep. For this specially manufactured key mm-hmm. that only he has the key to. And it opens and up. it opens up like a vault door. Yeah, a vault room. But In literally, that. you got a backhoe over there. You just knock this whole fucking wall out. 
Yeah. How well, does the maybe. door even open automatically? What well, supplies power to this but, thing? Uh, so, I mean, 20 years, these vehicles probably don't run. No. It's more than 20 years. Yeah, okay. At this time, it's like 30 well, years. Well, this is 2013. So, yeah, almost 30 years, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like most likely the vehicle, those backhoes and shit don't run anyways. No, but they're using them out there. They're using uh, all that equipment. Did they, did they fly it in? I don't know. This scene just randomly has a fucking backhoe <laughs> in it for some reason. Oh, I don't know. It has man. backhoes. It has trucks and heavy yeah. equipment. I think they and then they're airlifting this out with a helicopter. Well, they brought the helicopter. There's so much heavy <laughs> equipment for no fucking reason why. I can understand a helicopter. Yeah, you're transporting. Well, maybe stuff. the fucking construction crew they called in. <laughs> They they all died of radiation. <laughs> yeah, they have a they have a fucking full construction crew out here just doing yeah. stuff. So yeah, so they're they they're all, all fully suited. And, yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this in full radiation suits. Yeah. And they're going into this vault, and it's just full of uranium. Yes. Just a billion dollars of uranium or some shit, right? Yes, billions, billions. McLean shows up. The McLean family. Yes. Shows up. Just walking around, no fucking radiation suits. Well, it's because they sprayed the magic gas. No, that they hadn't even sprayed radiation. it yet. They're walking around the buildings <laughs> and then turn around. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of cancer ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> All those people in Chernobyl, they're faking that shit. <laughs> I don't know. This is how, this is part of the documentary, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Totally. They spray a chemical that they call 27-4. Yes. 27-4. It's compound 27-4, which supposedly neutralizes the radiation poisoning. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so now it's like, okay, good. Now we can take off our suits so we can have a real action scene. So I looked up 27-4. This is supposedly a real thing that Russia released a report on saying, oh, we found a compound that we believe actually completely neutralizes poisons. Okay. But, like, that was a long time ago. Is it one they needed to lie about something to give their people <laughs> enough confidence to walk into a fucking radioactive okay. wasteland? But, no, that's just fake. And uh, there is nothing <laughs> that just gets rid of no. radiation. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just, that. Yeah. And it, that shit can last for, like, a billion years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, until it breaks down. And it does pull up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's all really bad. So they all die of radiation poison in a movie. In a movie, <laughs> <laughs> roll credits. Uh, right here, uh, death number five, radiation poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how how many more deaths? Two. Okay. <laughs> we start getting into a gunfight again mm-hmm. because apparently we stole somebody's car from a nightclub randomly. It was a, a guns. gangsters. He knows a Chechen bad guy yeah. hangout. So that's why there are all these, which they steal the keys from one vehicle, but then they go around and open, open like all the vehicles. trunks. So yeah. I guess he stole all the keys. Uh, I don't know. But they roll up on this place and they're just like, okay, we're going to go kill everybody in this fucking construction zone. Yeah. And there's dozens of people out there. Mm-hmm. But all they do is they kill two sentries. Mm-hmm. They go inside, they beat up the bad guy, they come back out and get into a gunfight with a hot chick and a wrestler dude. Mm-hmm. Shirtless Russian guy. Shirtless Russian guy. Yeah. They kill shirtless Russian guy, so that's three people well, we've killed. Tiny Dancer gets shot in there, okay? Because here's the big plot twist. They, they, Of course, they have Komarov hostage this whole time. They go in there. Yeah. While they're in there, the bad uh, Karadidi 
face. Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. So Tiny Dancer betrays the, or he's, he's just in there like, what's all this shit? Where's the files? He's, Get the files. He's your dancer for money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I could have been a dancer. <laughs> Komarov shoots him. He's yeah. Like, oh, hey, all the big plot twists. Yeah. He was really working with I got his daughter all right along. here. Blows his yeah. brains out. Yep. And oh, the daughter's like, oh, you're so smart, daddy. And then he calls... The, the the villain, the political villain, Victor. Yes. And as he's talking to him. He's like, it, I killed Tiny, Tiny Dancer, and now I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's masseuse strangles him. Breaks his neck. Yep. And so now they have all the uranium, and they're loading it up. And apparently that guy was the president of Russia. Mm-hmm. And if you kill the king, you become the king. Yep. So now I'll he held the king. all this loose weapons-grade uranium, and now he's the king of Russia. Yep. Which he doesn't even need because he already has all the nukes in Russia anyway. No, we need this stockpile. Oh. It's special. You're right. It's not made out of milk crates and paper mache like all the other <laughs> Russian nukes are. Uh. <laughs> in this scene. Yes. I got a real sexual tension vibe from the daughter and the father. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if the actress knew that she was the daughter to him. I'm sure all he said was just call him daddy. Yeah. And it gave it no context. <laughs> <laughs> and this stripper slash Russian actress <laughs> was like, oh, oh daddy, God. you're so smart. I love you, daddy. I don't know who this woman was. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. Mm-mm. But if you said this is some chick they pulled out of a strip club and said, hey, you want to be in our movie? I believe that. Yeah, she was a cute. She was real cute. She acted exactly like I would expect a stripper that's never acted before <laughs> to act. You're so smart, Daddy. <laughs> so smart. Mm, I love you, Daddy. <laughs> she literally does. <laughs> she literally does. Yep. She did not know if that was supposed to be her father or her pimp. Nope. She had no, no idea. idea. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. What, here's my question. Why are they taking the uranium? They want to sell it. Okay. That's it? Just money? That's, that's right. Did they yeah. explain that? No. But it's obvious. Okay. They want to sell it. What, are they want to blow up the world? Why is this uranium here? Because he put it here. And this is the reason Chernobyl happened? I know you don't speak Russian. Okay. But as a fluent Russian speaker myself, let me translate the conversations they had. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I read these conversations. It's not in there. <laughs> It so does explain this. What they were talking about in Russian is that guy said in Russian, Hey, you remember the time me and you were both working in Chernobyl? This is before the meltdown. You're lying. <laughs> and that guy was like, You will never tell this story. I will kill you. Yeah. This can never get out. But that guy and this guy were both stockpiling an illegal uranium supply, mm-hmm. right? Then they were selling that uranium little by little to all the bad people that we don't want to have nuclear weapons. Yeah. So think of like the Iran's and North Korea's of the world, mm-hmm. right? So they were selling that off little by little, not enough to be suspicious, but enough to make money. Mm-hmm. But as they were skimming it off, the actual, the, the reactor that mm-hmm. they were taking it from become destable, destabilized. Yeah. Then Chernobyl went up in smoke. Okay. They caused the Chernobyl meltdown. I remember that now. That was in that one scene in English. I remember now. No, I wasn't. It was in Russian. Me? No, no, no. It that was, was in Russian. That was in English. They, they spoke I only, Russian. I only watched the parts in Russian, okay? So I didn't understand that. Because I only speak Russian now. 
Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> That's the only Russian word I know. Stroganoff. <laughs> That's not Russian. <laughs> what? Stroganoff isn't Russian. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> I think I'm getting colder. Oh, man. It's hard to say Russian products because they don't have a fucking economy. No. They don't make things. Oil. <laughs> Oil. Natural gas. Uh, shitty tank. AK-47. Oh. Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> Hmm. Yes, the AK-47 also runs off of vodka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, mm, uh, so do other people in vehicles. Yes. It's a vodka economy. It is a vodka-based economy because hmm. they all act like a bunch of drunk idiots. Yeah, I believe it. Fucking eating carrots. I would have been. I would have respected that guy more if he would have choked to death on a carrot. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> just uh, just like, in the mid fucking conversation, choked to death. Like and he's got like, no. like that half a carrot hanging yeah. out of his mouth, and like John comes up behind him, just fucking cold cocks him in the mouth and knocks that carrot down his throat yeah. and just chokes to death on a carrot. I would have loved that so yeah. much more. There's a payoff. You know, he could have been like, "Sorry about that, tiny dancer," as he's laying there choking to death on a carrot. <laughs> There's so many like stupid one-liners they give McLean. Yes. And I understand he has some of those in other movies, but it's nothing like, oh, come on. Uh, come on, Watergate. None of them make sense. Yeah, none this. of them. I, I'm really surprised they didn't throw in a Bugs Bunny reference in there. Dude, it's so bad. He says, I'm your father so many times. Mm-hmm. I was starting to think he was my father. He could have like, been. He was saying it to me. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I'm upset. your father. Yeah, I'm just like, stop. Stop saying that. <laughs> stop just ADRing this line over and over again. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, so what was the second to last death? Okay. During the gunfight. <laughs> yes. The grenade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't, they get this grenade out of a box. Yeah. And throw it next to one <laughs> of the bad guys as they pin him down. I'm assuming. Because they keep showing this line that they accidentally shot up over and over again. Yeah. I'm assuming that's a natural gas line of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was more than just a grenade explosion. It was a like a huge blue bomb went off. Yeah. And yeah, they, they're hiding behind like a little pole and like a little barrel. No, they're dead. Yes. Um, <laughs> they're very dead. <laughs> they were engulfed in flames. These people got burnt up. Yes. Um, yeah, they're fine. Uh, John goes and runs on the helicopter because the helicopter takes like 10 minutes to take off. Yeah. That way he can climb his old ass onto there. The son runs after uh, Komarov. Yes. They get in a little gunfight on the roof. This should have been completely opposite, by the way. It should have. It should have been two old guys fighting it out while yeah. the young guy chased down a fucking helicopter and jumped onto the back. And of then it. they could have had an actual like real fight scene with him and a shirtless Russian guy who was obviously a wrestler or some type of MMA fighter. Yes. But I guess that would have took too much effort to have a hand-to-hand combat fight in this. Bro, you think they would have wrote that? You you think they would have designed that when they fucking didn't write or design anything else in this movie? (laughs) (laughs) No. They, uh, he kills, he, he, John's trying to get into the cockpit, which is just locked up. Yes. And can't get in there. They're about to turn on the mini guns on, on this thing onto uh, little McLean. Yes. Uh, there's this truck they loaded up with uranium. I'll just hook it to the helicopter and drive it off the rear end of this fucking thing. 
God, I just, I need to breathe. I need to breathe and just take it easy and process the fact that if we already had a truck full of uranium, mm-hmm. we, we have we have a fucking truck that has wheels and can roll down the road full of fucking uranium. Uh-huh. Why do we have to shove that on the back of a helicopter? Why did we need this fucking helicopter? Because helicopters travel faster than a vehicle. Then why do we need the truck? Because cool action scene. Because eventually the helicopter is going to land somewhere and yep. we need to drive away from there in a truck? All right. It I was just, easier to load the truck up with the uranium and then put the truck onto the helicopter. This thing took off from a rooftop. <laughs> yeah. How the fucking truck get on it this thing took off from a roof the truck was there already obviously the construction crew that was loading up and had all these bulldozers and shit and drove it to chernobyl and met them there while they were flying over i think that was in russian part i think that was the russian part actually i actually distinctly remember them saying oh yeah there's they're waiting or some shit like they're set up and ready i think that was in russian Oh, man. I don't know what I hate more. I don't know if I hate this movie or if I hate myself for watching it again. I could have swore when we walked out of that theater fucking 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. We said, or I'm sorry, 10 years ago. We said we were never going to watch this shit again. <laughs> you chose it. <laughs> you chose this upon yourself. I fucking hate myself. Yeah, I hate yourself too. Oh. So, yeah. He drives out the back of this thing. Yep. Which I get the initial pull of the vehicle. Yes. Would throw the helicopter offline mm-hmm. or like a little out of whack. But um, it's a cargo lift. It's a, it's a cargo lift and it's already holding the payload. And if anything, the payload got lighter because now the uranium's like falling off, right? Right. So it should just be able to carry this fucking truck around. It would have been more believable if it would have bobbed back like it did. And then wrecked. Then nosed down into a, a building. Yeah. Because they are at roof level with these buildings. Mm-hmm. Any nose down would have sent it straight forward into the side of a fucking building. Yeah. It, it, them wrecking immediately would have made sense. Yes. But it's just, okay, it's just going to drift with this fucking truck on yeah. it. And then eventually they, like, what, whiplash the truck off of it? Yes. It gets caught up on a building roof and gets ripped off. Mm-hmm. And that I think that was a that's the that's the last death. Yeah, that was death number seven. Flung from a <laughs> chopper. Yeah, he gets flung while in the truck gets thrown out into uh, into the side of a building. Yes, um, the truck flies off, explodes, and then um, all the uranium goes up and they all die. No, <laughs> yeah, technically all the uranium uranium fucking exploded after this helicopter went crashing to the ground on it and exploded. But you know what? Actually, I think that uranium isn't very explosive outside of its uh but there's still a plume of dust of it yeah it just got kicked up yeah i don't i don't think raw uranium will just normally explode like that though no yeah but it's not like you can juggle the shit well you touch it it's really bad yeah (laughs) well they're in a radiation zone these guys are mutants already yeah they're fine (laughs) (laughs) they definitely didn't walk home and melt um oh uh, while the helicopter was going out of control, little McLean throws a bad guy yeah. through the tail rotor. This, that was I actually enjoyed this scene. Captain America is that guy. Yeah, 
He like <laughs> Komarov's giving him the bad guy speech of like you're gonna fucking lose, you're all pointless, we're, we're gonna win, whatever. Your dad's dead. Your right? dad's never gonna. Your dad's not gonna live to see you get promoted. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know your dad never loved you. And then little McLean just kicks him off the fucking roof into the propeller blades. Yep, and just blur. <laughs> and then uh, the daughter slash. Lover is real sad that her <laughs> pimp slash dad died. <laughs> and it's just like, you son of bitch, uh, shoot him. It's like, oh, uh, the guns are out of bullets. So yes. okay, let's just ram him. And yes. uh, at least the she takes over. I guess she's the one flying the fucking thing and just starts ramming into the building. And at least the other guy, the the shirtless Russian guy, was like, hey, um. What are you doing <laughs> right before she does it? Because <laughs> I'm sure he was not on board. No. And she was just like, for my daddy. He was and, not on board with uh, suicide ramming speed. Yeah. He was like, for for my papa. And uh, just fucking crashes into it, dies, doesn't kill anyone. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. They walk home. They, yeah. they literally walk off. They walk home from Ukraine. Yeah. I'm assuming they walk across the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, which on top of that, um, like, isn't Russia still after them? They're still wanted people. Like, he still escaped from Russia. Yeah. It's not like the CIA is going to be like, yeah, sure, come on back. No. He's still wanted. No. And I'm sure after <laughs> the car chase, like, everyone's seen McLean, like, just murdering oh people. He's going through town. How and many his innocent civilians yeah. died in that car oh, chase? A lot. Oh, It was Jesus. 15 minutes and zero cops. Oh. I don't think there's cops in fucking Russia because this is the middle of Moscow, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess they were all too busy going to the courthouse to see the explosion. They were too busy beating people in that protest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just, they're too busy out there beating up protesters. They're yeah. like, hey, the fucking the war in Ukraine's unjust. And they're just all just beating all these random civilians. So. <laughs> They don't have time to go around and actually be actual oh, officers. Man. Was there anything in this movie you liked? Oh, I fucking loved when Homeboy got kicked off into the blades, <laughs> but... <laughs> God, man, this whole thing just makes me angry. It just makes me so angry that this is the legacy of probably one of the best film franchises ever. This is how they end it? They just duct tape Die well, Hard onto this bullshit? It's definitely one of the best action franchises ever. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um. I mean... Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. I don't I don't care if you say it's not a Christmas movie. It's definitely a Christmas movie. It takes place at Christmas. I qualify it as a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. and I like I watch it almost every year at Christmas. It, it, it does make me sad. Yeah. That this piece of crap is the last thing we got, and I just act like this one doesn't exist. The fourth one was it. Um, we get fucking Justin Long and his hot daughter making out, and you know, end of story. They saves America. Um, I, it was just... You know what the fourth one I liked about it is the scale of it, right? The right. scale of it, like, oh, like it felt real. Like, okay, all like it seems very plausible that that's something that would happen. Yeah. Cause the more that our technology becomes more dependent on, you know, internet access and being online and being connected to the grid, that yeah, some fucking eco terrorist bullshit or whatever organization could come in and shut this down and fuck us up. And if you cut down uh, communication and then 
also on top of that power, it's going to be mass hysteria, as you can see, just from like a small eclipse of like, like, look at Texas when those people didn't have power in a fucking snowstorm. How many people died? Yeah. I got to thinking so much about what could have actually made this movie good, right? Let's say we want to keep a lot of the core elements of this movie and we want to make it good. Mm -hmm. It's still stupid simple, right? Yeah. Leave his son as a CIA agent, estranged from his father. Yeah. It works. Whatever. All that really has to happen is something like the CIA is in on it, Mm -hmm. right? There's essentially KGB operatives that are old school in fucking New York selling nuclear materials to a terrorist agency so that they can make a dirty bomb and set it off in New York. Mm -hmm. But the CIA is in on it because they want the false flag attack and it is a pretext of going to war with Russia or something stupid or whatever fucking country we want to attack. Iran, fucking North Korea, wherever we want to invade next. Iraq. Right? (laughs) So it's a pretext for that. Yeah. The CIA wants it to happen. Or at least, you know, high up echelons. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Then it becomes a fucking crime thing in New York. That's how we get John McClane in on it. Mm-hmm. That's how we get his son in on it as an operative that is actually trying to stop this from happening and just runs into his father while he's out on the op. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Fucking done. Yep. Then we're still dropping bodies everywhere. We're still killing Russian bad guys. We're still killing terrorist bad guys. Mm-hmm. And it all makes sense. It's all tied up in a little bow right here in a fucking American city. Yep. We didn't need all this dumb shit. This isn't a hard script. No. You know, it's it's but, too fucking easy. That's the problem. What you described was pretty much what happened with 9-11. And that's a little too real, okay? That's just what, you know. I mean, you get it, though. Yeah. That's what happened to 9-11. I don't know if you could do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not... Well, this was like 12 years after, 13 years after, but still. I mean, 9-11 wasn't really a false flag operation. No. But they did use 9-11 to invade other countries that wasn't necessarily what we should have been invading. Exactly. It was just too easy. Yeah. Um, It didn't have to be all this. The movie just has no cohesion. There's there's no real bond or connection between the father and son. No. They're just there. And... There, even at the end of it, there's no consequences. No, not at all. None of it mattered. It's just like, hey, let's go to Russia and murder people. God, yeah, man. That sounds like a good vacation, son. Let's go. This movie, like I said, man, this movie is so fucking bad. It's infuriating. Yeah. Like, God, I hate this. I hate this so much. I just... <sighs> you know, it's not, it's not racist. No. Because it was actual Russians or supposed Russians speaking Russian lines. Mm-hmm. There's nothing racist about that. that. That one line that McLean says could be racist, but I couldn't figure out the translation. What kind whatever, of racism it was. Whatever he called the guy's daughter. I have no idea. I don't know. Even though there's no racist stuff in here, I this is a 10 for me. This is as angry as I possibly get as, at a movie. Wow. Like this, uh, it makes my blood boil. Because I like Die Hard as a franchise. Oh, yeah. I fucking love Die Hard as a franchise. And this is so infuriating. Man, if they'd done it in New York, they could have brought Samuel Jackson back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, He could have been the taxi cab driver he's talking to. Yes. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I don't think I'd go full 10. I'd, I'd say 9. Because there was a few things that like I did enjoy. But it was very limited. Dude, it's just... And it, even though, like... 
it was dumb, but the the last action scene was a decent little action sequence still. There's just some things you don't cash grab. There's some there's some things in this world you have to do right. This is one of those things. I mean, the second movie wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it was still a diehard movie. Yeah. This was not great and not a diehard movie. It just felt like this was the born movie, a born knockoff, and they just threw in John McClane. So like it just it didn't work. Nothing worked. The first set piece felt like a shitty movie they couldn't get off the ground. The second set piece felt like another shitty movie they can't get off the ground, so they duct taped it to the first one. Same thing with the third. Mm-hmm. Like, None of it tied together. It made sense. No. So, fuck this movie. Like, yeah. Fuck this movie. I, I, I'd say 9 out of 10 on the hate meter. So, oh. But we're done with it. We don't have to talk about this movie again. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. How many Jesuses do we get up oh, to? Oh, hey. Yeah, there we go. I almost <laughs> forgot. So, seven deaths. Seven deaths. John McClane says, Jesus, eight times. I could have swore he spammed it way more than that. It felt like that because there was only three scenes in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the son does it once. Fair enough. The 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 son gets a little mini Jesus in there, okay? He gets Fair he enough. got he got one. So, oh. we, we had nine of them. Don't watch this piece of shit. Nope. Watch 1 through 4, be happy. Yeah, don't ever watch this piece of shit. No. This should not exist at all. It's fucking terrible. Jesus. <laughs> Can we just end with the Jesus? <laughs> uh, Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, make sure to uh, hit us up on the face spaces and uh, hit us up in the comment section. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah. Or check write. us out on podcasts. Yeah, wherever you wherever you stream your podcasts. But only the ones we're on. Only the ones we're on. Which is like Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> We got that Joe Rogan money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're 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 working towards that Joe Rogan money. <laughs> it's like Joe Rogan, then there's us, right? Right there. Right right below him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what is, what is that? Like fifty thousand downloads on day one versus fifty. Fifty? <laughs> That's, that's ambitious. Yeah. It's lifetime. That'd be great. Yeah, 50 <laughs> lifetime. Maybe. Anyways, thanks for joining us. Ah, see you later, guys. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.